Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the hizzy as well. Kelly, good morning to you, sir. Anything I should know about that happened this morning? Good morning. Yeah, I don't think anything big happened uh, since we were last on the air. No, uh, no coaches, no quarterbacks, nothing big. Um, we will have on the show, by the way, of course, uh, Kelly, talking about Tom Brady's retirement uh, one hour and 48 minutes ago. How about that for a dateline? Wow. Uh, one hour and 48 minutes ago. It was 8 A year to the day from the last time he retired. That's correct. 8-12 Eastern, 5-12 Pacific. Uh, we'll get to that momentarily. Obviously, Will Hill will join us on the show to talk uh, Super Bowl with us and everything else he's betting today around the sports landscape. Jason Weingarten joins us to talk not only football, but his baseball bets. All of his baseball bets coming that he's made already for the upcoming baseball season. Yeah, never too early with Jason from under a cloud of smoke. And former offensive lineman in the National Football League, Jeff Schwartz, joins us. Uh, his biggest pet peeve about people's reactions to the officiating this past week in the NFL and what his thoughts on Super Bowl 57 are. Um, we be- Oh, is there time for me to do Rihanna today as well, Kelly? Can I? Yeah, do yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing that hour two. Rihanna props after Kelly and I moved markets <laughs> offshore for both... <laughs> For both uh, the, the uh, America the Beautiful and, of course, uh, Gatorade yesterday. We'll get into that a little later. So looking forward to the Rihanna segment. Uh, but it begins, of course, with the retirement of Tom Brady, who, again, uh, a little uh, less than two hours ago announced his retirement on social media. Here's how that went. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Tom Brady, super emotional there, uh, announcing his retirement after 23 years in the National Football League at the age of 45, the undisputed greatest of all time quarterback. There should be no argument with that. My first question before I go into just my perspective on Brady here, uh, Kelly, 
do I get to cash those Tom Brady will retire props that I made last year again? Am I allowed to cash those again? Does that work out that way? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably not. No, uh, on okay. those. Just and, checking. Uh, Just checking. I mean, hey, for all those next team bets too, it's uh, I don't know how they're gonna handle. I would assume that got to refund them. Well, yeah, but I, I would think they're probably gonna wait till the season starts. <sighs> there could be that. I mean, so you. Just understand, you might have to deal with that. So let's start with, uh, obviously, the, the main, the headline on all of this is going to be this, all the stats, all the records. Uh, so we should probably, because we're a numbers game, we should probably go through, obviously, a, a, some of those just out of being thorough. Uh, 14 conference championships in 23 years of football, which is maybe just the most insane number of all of them. Uh, Ten of them winning championship games and getting to the Super Bowl. Seven of those ten Super Bowls he was Super Bowl champion. So that's just amazing. Seven titles, 10 Super Bowls, 14 championships, five-time Super Bowl MVP, three-time MVP, and then you see a litany of stats there below. I'll only highlight a few of those. Um, 7.55 winning percentage, the highest among NFL quarterbacks who have started 100 games. The only NFL quarterback to win 200 regular season games and 35 postseason victories, those 35 postseason victories, more than twice those of any other quarterback, holding both the regular season record with 89,214 passing yards and the playoff record with 13,400 yards passing for a combined total of 102,614 yards. By the way, for perspective, the 89,214 in the regular season is almost 9,000 yards clear of Drew Brees in second place. And in terms of active players, for some serious perspective, more than 26,000 passing yards clear of Matt Ryan, more than 30,000 clear of Aaron Rodgers, and more than 37,000 clear of Matthew Stafford. 30,000 clear of Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Jeez. And by the way... One of his Super Bowls as an NFC quarterback, as many as Aaron Rodgers has won in his entire NFL career. I mean, you can parse this out so many different ways. But I, I, I want to get back to, and I don't know how many people are doing this today. I'm sure some will get to this. But for me, beyond the numbers, the impact in so many ways. First of all, for, for those of a certain age who only caught a portion of Tom Brady's career, Tom Brady was drafted out of Michigan in the sixth round. He was the 199th selection in the 2000 draft out of 254 players drafted. There were six quarterbacks drafted before him in the year 2000. Would you like to know their names, Kelly? Yeah. This is always a fun game. Chad Pennington. Okay. Then in the third round, the San Francisco 49ers drafted something called Giovanni Carmazzi. Sure, yeah. A Giovanni Carmazzi did not have an impact. <laughs> don't remember his uh, his career much. The others were Chris Redman, T. Okay. Martin, yeah. who had won a college national championship, Mark Bulger, who had some success mm -hmm. in the NFL, and Spurgeon Wynn. Sure. All drafted before Tom Brady in the 2000 draft. So the, the first thing we have to say about Tom Brady is he forever solidified the notion and the truism, really, that the NFL draft is the most inexact science on God's green earth. No one knows a thing. So Tom Brady, the 199th pick in that draft. Now, he played his, his entire rookie season in the NFL. He was on the bench. Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback of the New England Patriots, drafted by the Patriots, of course. Um, and the Patriots finished fourth in the AFC East. The next year in game number two, Drew Brees was hurt in a game against the New York Jets, and Tom Brady, this sixth-round draft pick, who had just played very sparingly to that point in his NFL career, sparsely, in fact, becomes the Patriots starting quarterback. They lose that game. They're 0-2. And then in the next 14 games, this kid out of Michigan, this 199th pick in the draft, goes 11-3 quarterbacking the New England Patriots. They end up in the playoffs. They end up in the tuck rule game against the Oakland Raiders, which, again began the sort of chain of events that led to this remarkable career. They beat Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship, and then as 14-point underdogs, they beat the vaunted Los Angeles Rams. Were they St. Louis at the time? Yes, they were St. Louis Rams, the greatest show on turf. As 14-point dogs, Adam Vinatieri kicking the field goal. And the rest, as they say, is history. Um, you know, uh, 
he wasn't a very quotable guy through the years either. But there's one quote that he had that, for some reason, it's interesting how some people say things and it lands on you in a certain way and you never forget it. And I remember Tom Brady after either the Patriots' first Super Bowl title with him or the second one. Don't hold me to to which one it was because it was either after the first or second. But it was a local reporter in New England, and they just started talking to him. And Tom Brady sort of unsolicited said, you know, I, I know Tiger Woods wins all these majors, and it must be this wonderful thing for him. But it can't be as special and as meaningful as winning with all these guys. And while that sounds like a corny line, Tom Brady not only talked the talk, he walked the walk. Because what he did then, contract-wise, was he took less money. Sure, it was a rich man anyway. But he realized, we here on a numbers game, we say all the time, you can only win a Super Bowl with a quarterback on a rookie contract or a Hall of Famer. Well, Tom Brady did both, by the way. And he, he recognized that the first part of that was because the rookie quarterback part of that is you get to pay everybody else around you. You have the money to spend. And Brady realized that not only intuitively, but he realized that in practice. And he did that through the years and probably allowed, there's no way to really quantify it, probably allowed the Patriots to win as many Super Bowls as they did, the seven with him. Um, but he was, a, he was a guy known for that, right? I yeah. mean, it was, like I mean, you're saying, that's not, the impact. there's not a lot of guys that, that we sit around talking about like that today. I think, I think also the beauty of him retiring now is that, yes, while there was a bit of a decline here in his final season, I, I think... Sure, we can say that. But in the end, we never got, to, we never will ever see Tom Brady truly suck at football the way that we did some of the other greats. Yes. Peyton Manning with a big decline. Because Tom Brady, for the rest of his days, can say, hey, we made the playoffs in my last year. I get it. They were eight and nine. They only beat the rest of the division by one game. But he can say that. He's allowed to. And he still has those two unbelievable comebacks against both the Rams and the Saints, where he could say, in his final year at the age of 45, he authored two ridiculous late-game comebacks. It's, it's a great point, because it was, yes, was it a great year? Uh, and, and by Tom Brady's standards, was it a great year? No. And do I think, d- does he know he's on the decline now? Maybe, and that's maybe why he decided to pull the trigger on this retirement. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Gil. It's a good point. It, it, it is... Is as rough of a season as it was for the Bucks. It, it could have been a lot worse, you know, if he comes back another year or tries to stretch this out any longer. And nobody wants to see that. Nobody likes to see nope. these guys, they're the greatest of all time, come back and, and look terrible playing the game that they played so well for so many years. And so while he didn't go out on top, you know, that's not a bad way to go out. Playoffs, a couple great comebacks. Um, and I've said many times on a numbers game, you know, this past year also, 45 years old. He Remember, that was his goal. He said, I want to play till I'm 45. And he ended up doing that uh, despite the Fugazi retirement from last year. And remember, like, just think about that difference also in the generations. Uh, you know, George Blanda, when he played at that age, had lamb chop gray sideburns and was smoking on the sidelines. And here's this bastion of health that allowed his career to go to the age of 45. So, uh, look, it's hard to quantify or sum up somebody's career in one segment of radio, but uh, Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, retiring at the age of 45. We're all privileged to have gotten to witness it. Whether you were a Brady fan or not, you have to appreciate what this man brought to the sport of football and to the enjoyment in all of our lives. Undisputed. How, how much can you say that about other people in other sports as yep. well? We'll come back. Will Hill on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. It must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gamble problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets at beating the book. Jeff Holdorf, shout out to him at uh, Holding Court. You see this story, Kelly, about uh, NFL head ref of the AFC Championship game, Ronald Torbert? No, I did not. Uh, uh, NFL investigating member of his family placing a wager on the game that Ooh, morning. Boy. Quote, I had no knowledge that my son placed a large wager on the Chiefs until after the game. He said that on a 101.4 The Juice, wherever that is. <laughs> the Juice, I love that. Yeah, good grab by them. Bro, I like that. The Juice. Good grab by them. Sean- that's, uh, yeah, that's a little scary. I have to pursue that one. Sean underscore Gap. Uh, anyone you like in the French Open? Yeah, I like Iga on the women's side. Period. Anything in plus money, even minus 110, I'd better. She's just that dominant on, on clay. Men's side, it's really a three-headed monster, Djokovic, Nadal, and Alcaraz. And that's just, that's the, the unsexiness of the French Open. After that, it opens up Wimbledon, U.S. Open. Uh, did, this is from uh, Pat. Uh, T.S. Bet, best Takes. Did Kelly give out golf picks for the week? I may have missed that. No, later on the show, he will. Yep, not yet. Pebble Beach. Bruce Dobig. And it's interesting that when someone is so unquestionably the best... You don't have to say much more. There are no debates or equivocations. Makes for a short story on Tom Brady. Yes, absolutely. I wish. Mike Rouse. Is Giovanni Carmazzi related to Michael (laughs) White? We'll have to look into the lineage there. Get a MyHeritage DNA on that, would you? Mark Geiger, in-house attorney for the numbers game. The retirement is genuine. I don't believe the cynics who claim that this is just an attention-getting ploy to goose the interest in that movie that opens this week no it's definitely oh, not man that's hilarious during espn's yes. coverage of that this morning it was literally like somber mike greenberg talking about like going to break talking about the retirement of tom brady and boom cue it up 80, 80 for, for brady, brady baby all of this is one big promotional ploy for 80 for brady phil weiss good blank and riddance full disclosure big jets fan lol Ryan Thompson. Okay, Ryan Thompson's the first to have an argument with us. Yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah. Brady is without a doubt the most accomplished quarterback of all time. He's not the best. Name one thing he's ever done better than Rodgers or Mahomes. Great quarterback, but always very fortunate situations. Hall of Fame coach, top five, tuck rule, bad divisions. I can name one thing, Ryan. Win. Rings. Ladies and gentlemen, Will Hill joins us. Uh, VEASAN contributor, and of course, he'll have something to plug here at the end. Will can be found at not the Will Hill. That's with two E's on the V uh, on Twitter. How you doing, Will? Good morning. Gil, I'm okay. Uh, big Giovanni Carmazzi fan, so I was a little yeah. disappointed by you taking shots this Sorry morning, but that. I'll get over it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I apologize for that. Giovanni Carmazzi, uh, who went to Hofstra, as yes. it turns out. 
went to Hofstra. And they played against each other, I think, in the Hall of Fame game. And I think I remember seeing, I forget what documentary it was, but they played against each other in the Hall of Fame game, the rookie years, Brady versus Carmazzi. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Giovanni. And uh, the 49ers quarterback, Giovanni Carmazzi, uh, didn't play well. Brady played great. And I think both teams sort of knew, all right, maybe maybe we got something here. Maybe we made the wrong pick. So <laughs> I was actually watching the game when uh, when Bledsoe got hurt. Yeah, uh, against the uh, against the Jets, and believe it or not, as we'll spend two weeks here talking about the Kelsey brothers and Andy Reid versus Philly, Brady's first Super Bowl. They spent two weeks talking about who should start Brady or Bledsoe. Yes. That was an actual real discussion. Yes, it was, and and that's also I'm glad you brought that up, Will, because again, that's where I'm I'm trying to give perspective from early on, like how unbelievable, like Bledsoe was considered to be one of the top tier quarterbacks in the NFL. We'll give him, I won't go too crazy on that, but a top 10 quarterback for sure. And it was, you know, this kid coming in. Okay, great. Yeah. He had the 11 and three record, but come on now it's for the real stakes of the Super Bowl. Do we really want him handling this? You know, it's just hilarious to think about it retrospect. And there were people say, well, you can't lose your job due to an injury. Bledsoe should right. start. That's how antiquated some of the thinking was. You remember Brady, obviously the tuck rule game against the Raiders in the snow, which they yep. easily could have lost. Vinatieri just an incredible kick, not just to, to win it, but the one to tie it was just amazing. Yep. And then he got hurt in the AFC championship game against Pittsburgh. Bledsoe came in, played well. That's what led to the controversy of, all right, who should mm-hmm. we go with here? Which is just uh, sort of amazing. To you know who knew, back. though? You know who knew? Bill Belichick knew. He knew. You he know. did, and I don't yeah. think he committed. Did he commit at the? I remember a press conference. Yeah, where but he, he never we'll commits to anything. Yeah, right, exactly. He's like, yeah. we'll pull the teachers, the bus drivers, we'll pull everybody, and we'll see what they think. But yeah, <laughs> we'll I think see. it was probably Brady all along. It's just amazing. And again, I'll, I'll say it again from what I said last time. But it solidifies the notion that anybody who thinks they know what they're doing in a draft, even NFL scouts, NFL people who have been in in the league for decades, none of them know a damn thing. When it comes to talent evaluation, it's such an inexact science. Not not saying it with derisiveness; it just is. It's there's there's too many nuanced parts to it in football. I mean, look at this past weekend, Purdy. You know, him getting hurt that impact. Pacheco for the Chiefs was just an incredible. You know, a, a really good runner, a uh, useful player. I mean, he's seventh round pick. So, yeah. absolutely, it's just uh, it's anybody's guess, really. What are your initial thoughts on Super Bowl Fifty Seven? How are you playing it? Boy, it's so interesting. I, it's hard to make Mahomes a dog. I just think it is. I, I know you have to wait and, and see. You know what receivers are healthy. You figure Mahomes, uh, after a couple weeks here, will be closer to a hundred percent. I just think it's hard to make Mahomes a dog. I like the Chiefs. Um, you know, toss up game to me. I'll take the point and a half, two points. I don't know if there's still twos out there, but uh, plus money on Mahomes is good enough for me. Not not to oversimplify it, but. Uh, I just don't know what we know about the Eagles. Obviously, that's a loaded roster. You don't apologize for victories, but, I mean, what have they proven? They beat a, a Giants team that completely overachieved, and then they beat a 49ers game where they're gifted seven points early. Obviously, Shanahan deserves all the grief in the world for that non-challenge. And then they're you know, they're putting McCaffrey at quarterback at, by halftime, basically. So I don't know what we've learned about Philly here. I, I like the Chiefs. I see it that way as well. Uh, any props stick out yet, or you still haven't really delved into those? Not yet. I'll probably start in the next day or two, sort of, uh, sort of getting into those. I know uh, you moved some markets yesterday, so I was a little, <laughs> a little late to the draw there. But uh, I think the props will be, uh, be where it's at. It'll be fun. That pink Gatorade, the red Gatorade. If you like the Chiefs, the red Gatorade, seven to one, is, uh, is certainly intriguing there. Oh, Kelly's going oppo. Uh, but yeah, Kelly, it was seven to one on the blue yesterday. Is now the short shot? Is now the short shot. <laughs> uh, and the uh, wow. the America the Beautiful went from ninety, where I recommended it going over. Went to right after the show. By the end of the show, it went from ninety six to ninety nine to one hundred five. I'm like, okay, easy, everybody. Don't be bend. Don't be bend the ninety nines and the one hundred fives. Um, I- yeah, I think you just like the under. So you gave out the yes, over, that, knowing it would move. That's what I, I know did. how you you do this with your sushi places. You do this with America <laughs> the Beautiful. You're just gonna come back with two fists this on is, the under. I know all of it. this is just one big manipulation <laughs> of life for me. Um, all right, what are you betting basketball wise, either pro or college today? I did take Penn State plus ten. I just don't think per, I think Purdue's good. I don't think they're great. Uh, Penn State plays at a slow tempo, so I took uh, Penn State plus ten. And I took Tennessee plus six. I think it's five and a half. You might still be able to get a six out there. Tennessee's actually number one in Kempom right now, which just shows you how much parity there is because they're a good team. But again, they're not a great team. They're good, to, you know, very good defensively, but they struggle on offense. I never trust Rick, Rick Barnes in a big spot. So going to Florida is never easy. So uh, I did take Florida here 
plus the points. And, th- and those are the two I-, I did play in college. And I have some baseball bets, too, if you yes, want to get to Yes, that's those. what I wanted to get to. I was going to ask you next because we have Jason coming up. What have you made so far? Now, you're going to have to wait a while to, ca- to cash these. But I just I like betting against bad teams in good divisions. The Washington Nationals under 61 and a half at DraftKings. Look, oh, you're going to have geez. to play. That's a brutal division. Yes. They've actually tweaked the format now. You don't play your division opponents 19 times. You only yeah. play them, I think, 13 times. So that hurts a little bit, but that's still 52 games against the Mets, the Braves, the Phillies, who just went to the World Series and added Trey Turner. And the Marlins have really good pitching. So to me, Washington is just a dreadful team. I think Patrick Corbin's listed as their number two starter. <sighs> Granted, I think Josiah Gray's, you know, got good stuff. He'll be a good pitcher down the road. Sounds like they got a decent return in the Soto package, but that's going to take a long time, uh, you know, to come to fruition. I think Washington's just going to get destroyed this year. That's a 50 something win team. So I like the under 61 and a half, of course, shop around. Cause you could find one or two in disparities and same line of thinking Boston under 78 and a half. Uh, you know, it's weird to think they're a last place team, but with Baltimore getting better, the Yankees are still good and have really good pitching. Uh, you know, Toronto is obviously loaded. Tampa's always good. So uh, I think Boston with that pitching, you know, relying on Chris sale and Paxton and Corey Kluber. Uh, that's just, that's a lot to ask. Uh, Bello, I think, will be a good pitcher, but I don't think he's ready. So I think Boston's in for a long year as well. All right, give me 30 seconds on this. Because of the Brady news this morning, the Brady retirement, D'Amico Ryans uh, hired as the new head coach of the Texans. Uh, the Houston Texans sort of, uh, you know, got uh, overshadowed this morning, as did, of course, the bigger one, Sean Payton, the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, after the Broncos compensated the Saints with a first-rounder this year, which is a late first-round pick, and a second-rounder next year. How do you feel about both of those? I feel like the Broncos are just like a better who's down. They just keep chasing their bet with Wilson. They're trying to dig out and get something out of it, which I understand. But boy, I feel like Peyton's just going to have two or three years there where he wins six or seven games and they move on probably. Yeah. I mean, again, great coach, solid coach. Good coach. Yeah. But one Super Bowl. We'll see what he can do with Russell Wilson. Will, thank you as always. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Gil. Goldboys.com, twitch.tv slash Network. Got to get it in. There it is. Will Hill, everybody, right here on a numbers game at Feaston, the Sports Betting Network. Jason Weingart from Under a Cloud of Smoke, all the baseball bets he's made and his thoughts on the Super Bowl coming up. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's a VSI. IN.com slash subscribe. We get tweets at beating the book, New York Mess 16. Uh, Gil, don't forget at the age of 45 that Tom Brady was third in yardage, um, only 45 yards shy of second place in this young man's game to go along with winning the division, making playoffs, and two spectacular late fourth quarter comebacks. We mentioned all of that except for the uh, where he placed in the yardage. Just it's, it's, It is. It's truly unbelievable. Um, what he was able to do that late dog days at dog day wins uh, on the fly. Gil Alexander puts together a, uh, a look back of Tom Brady's career as if it was a major networks montage of a president passing that had been on the shelf for years. Well, thank you. Uh, Alan Mitchell, Giovanni, love him in billions. I guess that's a reference to the show billions. I don't know that. <laughs> uh, Corey Henderson, seven, seven, five, please fact check this. I believe that Wayne Corbett played on that Hofstra team with uh, Giovanni. Check that out. What? They also, yes, I will be uh, looking at that. They also lost the Montana Grizzlies in Missoula. All right. A little uh, Giovanni Carmine. Oh, uh, Rick Olio says that, you know how there's an 80 for Brady? He says there should be a, a 60 for Carmazzi. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of traction this morning on that. This is from uh, VGK Brad. I was lucky enough to get over 90 seconds on America the Beautiful yesterday. Thanks to you. It is now at 109. That's a lot of room for a middle. 19 seconds. Want to know your thoughts on trying to middle it of the show? Hey, listen, I, I, I'm sure. This is a lot of time. Yeah, that will totally be a middle, I'm guessing, but I wouldn't. I'm just, just do the, I mean, for those who got the over 90, mazel tov to you. Um, but yeah, it probably won't go 109. Uh, let's say, oh, Joe C714 is at the South Point. He wants to say hi to us. All right, we'll do that at some point here. We'll get out. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Kevin B, random question. You get to interview any living athlete. Kerner retired for 40 minutes. And they have to answer every question 100% truthful. Who are you picking to interview? 
We'll have to think about that. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods? Probably. Has to answer everything uh, Has to. He has to answer everything truthfully. Hmm. That's a He'd lot be of up choices. There. A lot of choices. Mike Tyson, Mike Jordan, Michael Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, he comes to us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. You can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. It's our buddy Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Good morning. How's it going? Oh, wow. What a little echo chamber for Jason this morning. Good. Um, what are we wearing today, Jason? Let's start there. My normal North Face, uh, whenever it's cold out, okay. sweater. All right. Do we want to work on that audio, uh, Kelly, or is that okay? What do you think here? We'll go with it? We'll go with it. All right, J- Jason, let me ask you a question. So this is, we'll get your thoughts on the Super Bowl here coming up, but we have a couple segments here to work with you because I know you have already started betting some baseball. So let's just start with the more macro, the futures markets. We'll talk teams before we get into MVP and Cy and all those things. Have you made any bets in futures markets for teams winning the World Series? Yeah, the only uh, the only team future I bet was the uh, the first one. I bet I bet it actually pretty early. I bet I bet the Astros seven to one. Um, so you can call me Mattress Jason this season. <laughs> Mattress Jason seven to one on the Astros. Yeah, I just think you know when you if, if you're only focusing on the fact that they lost Justin Verlander, you might think that they're not as good year over year. But when you kind of look at everything as a whole. It, it wouldn't surprise me to see them kind of run through the the, the AL again. And, uh, you know, you could argue the Dodgers are the best team or the best organization, but the Astros have shown us that they're the best organization in baseball. And I don't, I don't particularly like them, but I can at least acknowledge their greatness. All right. So we're showing six to one at DraftKings, but always shop around with these. Plenty of time for you to spend the time shopping around. Baseball is not imminent here as we're doing this, obviously, the very first day of February. Um, okay, let's go to MVP. What have you bet in the MVP markets? Not much. I mean, year over year, over year the markets kind of dictate where the value is, and sometimes there's value with you know long shots, and sometimes there's value near the top of the board. And I think after uh, the last couple of years with Otani and everything in the American League, there's just – not a particularly large amount of value anywhere, especially in the AL. Um, you know, I'm hard pressed to find a bet at a compelling number when you have Shohei Otani between two and three to one Jeez. at most books. You know, where where do where do you see the value? I don't see value anywhere on this market. Yeah, I don't either. Not AL or NL for you, neither. NL, I'm I'm interested in Ronald Acuna. I saw I thought it was really interesting. Most of the books opened Acuna between eleven and twelve to one, and the Westgate opened him as as the favorite at five to one. So, you know, it's nice. One of the things I like about the the Westgate Superbook is they have their own opinions on on these numbers and make their own numbers as opposed to a lot of places that just copy, you know, the last set of numbers to go up. So. You know, if you take a look at Westgate's numbers versus the rest of the market, you can find some interesting discrepancies and you can make sort of determinations from there. I'm curious, and we'll get to some of the other awards here momentarily, but uh, Will Hill just touched on it. Adam Burke touched upon it when he was with us a couple weeks ago. And I'm not sure, you know, the casual sports fan who's like sort of tangentially into baseball knows. But as he pointed out, as both of those guys pointed out, the new balance schedule includes 13 games against division rivals now. It used to be 19. 19 was a lot. Uh, now it's 13 games against uh, each division rival. So 52 games overall against division opponents. Then each team will play six games against six opponents and seven games against four opponents in the same league for a total of 64 games. And then each team will play 46 interleague games. Does any of that change anything for you betting wise? It changes some of my potential thoughts on win totals and stuff. Cause now you're not going to just get to beat up on bad teams, especially I'm really interested to see how this kind of plays out with the NL central. Cause I think the last couple of years, you know, Teams like the Cardinals have kind of got an easy path to the playoffs, just beating up on the bad teams in their division, like Pirates and the Cubs. And then they kind of get exposed in the playoffs. And it turns out they're not as good as they are because they've just been beating up on bad teams all season. Um, you know, so, so I'm a little interested to see if that sort of carries over this year and we, we kind of see some 
some different numbers and the the win, you know, the win win totals um, based on that. But you know, other than that, I'm I'm happy that there's going to be slightly more competitive balance in baseball. It's uh, you know, it's a long season and it, it kind of can drag when you have your you know 18th Cardinals Pirates game. <laughs> yeah. Totally meaningless by August. By the way, you've not made any season win totals. I know they're not rampantly out there, but there are some folks who ha- who do have some shops do have season win totals already. You have not made those. They bets? just started yeah. coming up. And the thing is, for me, like you you mentioned it, it's February first, so we're still really really early. Um, I just happen to start betting the futures because the books are putting them out earlier and earlier, and you know I saw some good numbers. Um, but for me, you know, win totals. I'm not ready to do wind totals at least for another two weeks or so. Yeah. And, and that's a good place to sort of give people perspective also. Like, and you'll, you'll tell me where I'm wrong here, Jason, but five years ago, right, there was a, there was a shop in Reno, the Atlantis. They were always the first book to put out baseball season wind totals. And that was mid-February. That was like past Valentine's Day. And even that was like considered, wow, they jumped the gun on everybody else. Their numbers are not going to be anything like the numbers that all the other books are going to put out, say, February 28th or March 1st. And now literally it has bled for more forward and more forward to you literally have folks putting them out, bef- you know, uh, you know, before the end of the year, I think somebody put out season win totals now. Was it DraftKings? I'm not sure who did. But one shop Will did. Hill had all their markets yeah. up Christmas. By Christmas, right. Um, and I guess, so what you're saying is, in some cases it makes you make a bet, but in others, you're, you're still not ready to, even at that point of the calendar. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, when I'm doing, like, you know, radio stuff where I'm talking about baseball right now, a lot of the time, like, if I'm saying the NL East, I'll call it the NFC East. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm still kind of in football mode. And it, it takes a couple weeks to kind of... Uh, you know, switch over from one sport to the other. And I can't juggle as many sports in my head as I used to be able to at this age. Um, so, so yeah, I just kind of take a break from baseball around the beginning of the year, but, but with the markets coming, coming earlier and earlier, you got to take advantage when, when there's value. Yeah. Jason said at this age, Jason is what, are you thirties? Is that, it's only downhill from here, Jason. 35, I think. Yeah. Only down. All right, we'll do. Uh, we'll do. Do you have anything, Cy Young? Let's start AL Cy Young. We got thirty seconds here before the break. Anything AL Cy? I bet Luis Garcia two hundred to one. I thought he got the best price in the Astros rotation. Everyone's going to focus on Framber and uh, Javier. Christian Javier. But yeah. Luis Garcia is just as good at a bigger price. Luis Garcia two hundred to one AL Cy. Anything else, AL side, or is that the only one? That's it. Okay, we'll come back. We'll do NL side. We'll do Rookies of the Year. And then Super Bowl 57, what Jason's thoughts are on the game. And if he's bet any props or is looking to bet any props, we'll do all that on the other side. Still to come, Jeff Schwartz as well. His thoughts from the perspective of an offensive lineman. And Rihanna props. Kelly on golf. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. 
Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. The Sports Betting Network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game. And if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime. With BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, hanging out. I remember that question from before the break from uh, Kevin B.? Who'd you, uh, who would you like to interview, living or, uh, or retired, not or active or retired, I should say, for 40 minutes? They have to be 100% truthful. Well, broom, broom, room says the obvious answer is O.J. Simpson. <laughs> that would be a pretty obvious answer. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Do-do-do-do-do. Rich PSM. Brady's greatness. I actually stopped thinking he declined at 45. He had a good year and was waiting for him to go elsewhere. Um, then he says something about the, uh, the America the Beautiful prop, which I don't understand. A uh, third coop. Jason, it sounds like he buried himself in a clothes hamper to do this interview with using a, and using a dot matrix printer. We'll see if we worked on that. Oh, and then that story about the referee's son is uh, fake news. So thanks to everybody who tweeted it and mentioned that as well. We apologize for the, uh, the Ron Burgundying of that tweet. Jason Weingarten rejoins us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali. Uh, we appreciate it, Jason. How you doing, man? You back to, uh, how's the audio? Ain't it better? Got it. Got it fixed. Oh, beautiful. There's a conversation. Using the wrong, uh, it was wrong input or something. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, let's uh, pick up because we want to get to football. NL Cy Young, anything there? I bet Sandy, Sandy Alcantara. Unfortunately, I took five to one and then Westgate opened at eight to one. Um, probably could have taken the eight to one as well, but that's still out there. If someone wants a better number than me, I think people? it's in- what? No, go ahead. I think it's interesting this year, you know, you flip DeGrom to the AL and uh, Verlander joins the NL. So, you know, we're, we're probably going to see, like we're guaranteed to see a new winner in the AL this year, but uh, the, the, the matchup between all the NL East pitchers to me is pretty interesting. Cause you got Nola and freed and you know, all, all these other sort of top tier pitchers all in the same division. It's almost like, Outside of Corbin Burns, there's nobody else who's a serious contender that we don't already, you know, have a lot of, you know, tape on, basically. Yeah. What about DeGrom? How do you think he fares as a Texas Ranger? Same thing every year. You know, DeGrom 6-1, to 7-1 to one is, is a slam dunk, slam dunk bet if he stays healthy. If he stays um, healthy. Yep. In previous years, you know, my Cy Young portfolio would just be a, a large bet on DeGrom. So far, I haven't convinced myself to do that yet. Um, maybe I'll wait another couple of weeks, see what the projections look like, because it's always going to be DeGrom if he's healthy, but no guarantee he stays healthy at his age. 
when you said Sandy in the NL, I, and my knee jerk was to immediately look for Koufax. I was like, what? He's, he's playing uh, again. Uh, all right, this is where you've made your hay. Rookie of the year, AL and NL. Because a lot of people don't know the names you know. What do you got for both of these? For the uh, for the AL, you know, I, th- I thought, and, and the sort of the genesis for me getting ahead of uh, getting an early start on betting futures was I saw uh, Gunnar Henderson was five to one at Bookmaker. They opened him, and they were opening it with to win five thousand dollar limits, which is you know, wow. Normally, their their limits on these futures are a lot smaller. They're to win like a thousand. Usually one thousand at Bookmaker, yeah. Before you yeah, have to occasionally bet again. three thousand, but five yeah. was a lot and. You know, it happened to be the evening, so I had an idea that there, whoever was, you know, sitting in front of the the trading desk was probably not paying much attention to this on January, whatever it was, a week ago, and I was able to get like five or six clicks at you know max max bet for uh, Gunnar Henderson, which is a lot for, you know, this time of year at a number that's better than the rest of the market, so. Um, I'm pretty, pretty big on Gunnar Henderson to start the year. I got it from about five to one from four, four ninety one down to about three and a half. I see bookmakers down to plus two seventy five now. So I'm guessing he's their biggest liability to start the year. Would you bet it at plus two seventy five Gunnar Henderson of the Baltimore I would Orioles? Not. I would bet it at four to one. There's still some fours out there okay. where it's bettable. Um, but I just think, you know, starting the year, Starting shortstop, he's he's a good he's a, a very good hitter on a good team. It's his award to lose, essentially, especially, you know, after we saw Spencer Strider last year not even come close to winning the rookie of the year with two hundred strikeouts. I think you could throw out every pitcher this year, unless you're getting at least a hundred to one on them. Like for rookie of the year. I'm not year, gonna you bet a pitcher this year because we just saw like for, for rookie doesn't of the matter year. if you get two hundred yeah. strikeouts. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm lo- cut to the cut to the uh, MLB network where Gunnar Henderson's mom is giving out the Rookie of the Year award. I hope that, that is the case for those who uh, end up with these bets. Anything else, AL, or strictly Gunnar Henderson of the Orioles? I bet Oscar Colas at 40-1. to 1, He could potentially be the opening day starting right fielder for the White Sox. He's a power-hitting Cuban. Strikeouts will always be a problem with him. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm... I'm looking for guys who have opportunity as opposed to looking for the biggest names and the most potential. Okay. NL. NL a little more, a little interesting. Um, You know, last year, nobody really ran away with it. And then Michael Harris got called up and won at, you know, big number this year, little top heavy. You got Corbin Carroll uh, starting outfielder for the D backs. Miguel Vargas going to start the season at second base for the Dodgers. And Jordan Walker, who's a you know hybrid corner uh, outfielder uh, DH for the Cardinals, he he's my guy at a big number. I think um, he's he's kind of the next sort of superstar kind of player. Not that Corbin Carroll and Miguel Vargas aren't great, and Corbin Carroll is a five-tool outfielder, but Jordan Walker is the guy we're going to be talking about in three months or four months and saying, "Wow." What, how much are his baseball cards going for? They're already going for several thousand dollars. It's, it's a little late. All right. But uh, he's he's my guy. I got him at 14 to 1 at the Westgate to start. I think you could get some 10 still. I think anything over 10 on him is a gift. I'd have that number. You know, I'd half that number probably if he uh, gets a job out of spring training for the Cardinals with the Cardinals. All right. So Jordan Walker for NL Rookie of the Year. And again, all of these, Kelly, will be on the picks page at vcin.com slash picks. Yep. All right. We'll cull them together. And by the way, all the picks that we make on this show, all the picks that are made on the network at vcin.com slash picks. Pays to be a uh, subscriber, that's for sure. Uh, Anything else, Jason, or have we covered baseball well? That's about all I bet okay. so far. It's still so early. It's I just, so early, man. I've, yeah. I've I've realized or I've noticed year over year, we've, we've talked about this before, but my early bets tend to have a lot bigger return than my in-season bets. So I'm yeah. trying to, you know, take the best numbers now and adjust later. And then and then be disciplined the rest of the year when you're aching to bet more, I know. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's not going to happen. We know that. I was going to say, easier said than done for you. All right, Super Bowl 57, what are your thoughts? Kansas City, Philadelphia. You know, uh, it's it's rare that the two best teams end up playing each other, but I think, you know, this is probably the, the 
two best teams this year ending up in the Super Bowl. Um, little surprised to see Patrick Mahomes as a dog, but if you're gonna bet the the Chiefs, you know, plus one oh five, why wouldn't you just bet Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP? I can't I can't think of very many scenarios where the Chiefs win and Mahomes doesn't win another Super Bowl MVP. So if I'm betting the Chiefs, I'm probably betting Patrick Mahomes MVP at a bigger number um, than the money line. Beyond that, I'm I don't know. I'm I, I I was telling Greg earlier this week, like everyone wants to talk about the Super Bowl and how great it is, and for me, it's just just another game. It's it's exciting, but I I I don't know. I think I'm I'm slightly indifferent to both of these teams. All right. You think you'll have any prop bets or stay tuned? Oh, yeah, I'll have. You'll have some by next week. I'll have a pile of prop bets. What am I going to do? Watch the Super Bowl without any money on it? Jason's like, I don't really care about this game. It's just another game. You going to have any prop bets? Oh, I'm going to have a pile of them by next week. uh, I bet neither team to score three times in a a row plus 185 so far. Oh, that's the one that gets people all the time. I love that bet. Yeah, well, it's properly priced, Jason Weingarten. It's properly priced. It probably is. It's probably probably. Pretty, pretty spot on. All right. Oh, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, and we'll have that pile of prop bets ready to go. Appreciate all the baseball insight, man. Thank you. Yeah, it should still be a fun Super Bowl. It's uh, always fun. Yeah, no Rams. I know you're disappointed in that. Jason Weingarten, everybody, at Spreadopedia on the Twitter machine, where you can find him from under a cloud of smoke. Uh, we'll come back. Rihanna, halftime props. Got a couple things to say about those. First song, last song. How about that? Kelly on uh, golf. Pebble Beach this week. He's got bets. We'll do that as well. And Jeff Schwartz will join us, former offensive lineman, give his perspective on the Super Bowl and what really has him peeved about people's reactions to the officiating this past uh, conference championship weekend. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.